Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. When you call A11, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. A11 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Two Robbies podcast. We will discuss the latest results in the EFL Cup, but we open the show today with heavy hearts after the tragic plane crash in Colombia took the lives of 71 of the 77 passengers on board, including the majority of the players and staff of Brazilian football team Chapecoense, who are en route to compete in the first leg of the Copa Sudamericana final. Our thoughts are with the victims and their families during this terribly difficult time. Okay, my friend Robbie Earl, Robbie Musto mm-hmm. here. Uh, we will talk about the EFL Cup quarterfinals played mm-hmm. this midweek. And let's start at Old Trafford. Again, Manchester United uh, meeting West Ham, but much better performance, much yeah. better result. The goals are starting to fly now for United. I have to say, Rob, just at the top of this, I like the team. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, the shape yeah. of the team. I like Mkhitaryan on the right-hand side. I like mm-hmm. Martial, got himself a couple of goals. Yeah. Wayne Rooney has rebounded from all his troubles uh, and, and difficult time with a, a good performance in behind Big Zlatan, who was just as good as we, we know he is. I thought it was a strong start, a very quick opening to the game. The goals started early and, and just yeah. a team, Rob, that, that we know has struggled for wins, but it doesn't look like that. The confidence seems good. The fans are behind the team. It's almost a, a feeling that the, the, the goals and the wins are going to come. Mm. And I've I got to say, I was very impressed with Manchester United tonight. Yeah, to be honest, Rob, I, I just thought it was exactly what this, this, this football team needed at this time. It was, it was one of those things where, you know, having got the first goal and then, you know, an unfamiliar David De Gea mistake allows Fletcher to equalise. And I thought... Oh, is it here we go again? Like United having loads of chances, but not being able to to see it off. But in the end, I thought their football was good. I thought at times their counter-attack, their direct style of play was excellent. Um, the goals came with the people you'd, you'd want them to, to come by. Zlatan getting his and, and, and Martial getting, you know, an important goal for him and think in terms of his confidence and his standing at the football club. And I tell you what else was diff- well, felt right, Rob, tonight. I thought the crowd felt right. I thought the atmosphere in the stadium sounded like the t- you know the, the fans were up for it. They, they realised this was an important game for, for Manchester United. I'm drawn with West Ham um, at midweek. Go, go to Everton at the weekend, and this is a competition that you know we've said certain teams can afford to maybe get out this, and it's not uh, sort of senior in their in their thoughts. I think for Manchester United, this is a very very important competition. You know what? I looked at the uh, I looked at the team, Rob, and, and the way that they started. And 
it's a question that, that I think is the question at the moment mm-hmm. about United's kind of struggles and why they're not near the top. Is it is it the manager and his underperforming with this squad or is it the squad? Or the squad, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. when you take out the likes of Pogba and Big Zlatan, mm-hmm. you know, a few ageing players and Rooney and Carrick and is Herrera mm-hmm. really a, a top-level player and, and other, you know, Valencia yeah. right back and a few other issues. And I, I looked at the game and I thought, you know what, no. This is a this is a really good squad of players. You know, I picked Manchester United on on the back of Mourinho going there with yeah. his winning mentality and yeah. signing the players that he signed. I looked at this squad and thought, wow, with, with grinding mental toughness that will come from mm-hmm. the coach, this team can win the league. And they've had a a, a really disappointing first 12, 13 games yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But it is a good squad, and it Rob, am, am, I, am I wrong? Is it? Is um, it... I'm, I'm not quite so much on the really good squad that. T- I think going toe-to-toe with Chelsea, going toe-to-toe with Arsenal, going toe-to-toe with Manchester City, I don't think they're quite at the level of... I, I look at, I still say I look at, at, at the start of the season, I know you were a little bit stronger on thinking that, that this group, with Jose Mourinho and what he's done in this league, is enough to, 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 to take them close. I, I have to admit, wasn't as sure. I just look and I think, I still got question marks, Rob. I'm still not sure they've got a back to... I'm not sure they've got a back two that are good enough to win you a title. The balance in midfield has looked okay at times, but I don't think we've seen it on a consistent basis. Now, is Mkhitaryan part of that? Is Herrera part of that? How does Pogba play? Does Maran Fellaini start? I'm still not sure, Rob, in terms of, of that. And yes, Latan got an important couple of goals today. Martial got a couple of goals, which will do both of them no harm. Is there enough goals in the team? Is there enough pace from that front, guys? If Rashford doesn't quite play or his development comes, Martial, we've seen a little dip in his form. Yeah, they did look good, Robin. And I I say, I I thought the atmosphere was right. I thought the pace of the game, some of the direct play and the counter-attack play was excellent. And it's a Manchester United who've created chances. The the other thing I think we we miss a little bit with Manchester United, and we, we talked about their form being a bit up and down, they've always created chances in games. They just haven't put those chances away. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, I mean, the United fans and Jose Mourinho will, will say, yes, we haven't been as strong at the back as my teams normally are, but yes. we have created chances. And mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what's stopped me from really going in heavy on Man United, Rob, because, you know, creating chance, if a team is, is not, is drawing games nil nil one 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 and not creating mm. many opportunities, that's, that's a big concern. But to yeah. be fair, they have, they have, mm. they have created opportunities. And today, you know, the goals started going in and that's what they're wanting on a regular basis. I, I, I do agree with you, mate. I think you're right. I think the central defensive situation still isn't, isn't mm. nice. is isn't ideal. doesn't feel really good though. I think Eric Bailly, um, it's yeah. been excellent and he's back soon um, yeah. the midfield two the central midfield two let's quickly talk about those players in there because mm. I think you know the goal the goal that they conceded today you know he skipped by I can't remember it was now that skipped through the midfield yeah. he yeah. skipped around mm. under Herrera Carrick's not, uh, not, no, not mobile enough to make enough, a difference yeah. Yeah. I know Pogba's yeah. going to be the, the main guy in there mm. Do they need somebody else, Rob, or between uh, Schneiderlin and Herrera and yeah. Carrick and, and others and Fellaini, have they got that yeah. other player to play with him or do they need somebody yeah. new? I still, still think they need somebody, Rob, and I think it might be a matter of exchanging one or two with Fellaini, whether um, obviously Schweinsteiger, Schneiderlin, players who have been on the periphery, not quite been able to nail a place down. You have to go and swap two or three or get two or three of those off the solid. 
and bring in your 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 defensive midfield player who can go and break up attacks, who can start the playoff, who can build things up and create a momentum from the midfield. Just have that athleticism and dynamism that, that they lack a little bit, Rob. They haven't got yeah. that player. And if you're relying on Paul Pogba to do that, you take away such a big part of his game that he can do in the attacking third of the pitch. So yeah. I, I just think Jose's got a bit of work to do. But I, I was also interested, we didn't see any shots of him today. I don't know if he was, he was at the ground, whether he was watching where he was. But I just thought today, you know, I, I remember going back to the Chelsea days when he first came to the football club. And I was obviously working in the media in, in and around London. So went to watch Chelsea whenever I could, went to listen to his press conference and all that. And I always remember how driven he was to win the League Cup as, as, as his first trophy as Chelsea manager. He talked about the ability to get a trophy nailed by February that would set them up for the right kind of form to win the league. And he was absolutely right about it. And I just get the sense he's got that same serious head about this competition. I think he wants to at least say, regardless of the development, regardless of we've not quite been good enough to win leagues, I still win another trophy. I'm building something here. And that's Jose. He likes to tell you how much silverware he's won. And I think this one's quite important to him in in his first year as, as Manchester United manager. Just um, a quick line on Luke Shaw. Um, now, mm. I haven't seen any reports of any injury. I've had a quick... No, half-time, half-time, yeah. Mm. Yeah, half-time situation. I'll tell you what he did do, uh, Rob, is a couple of times he gave the ball away Cheaper, and, and yeah. was, on his, was on his way forward and he got mm. caught out of position, mm. out of the game. The ball got switched to, to the player yeah. on his flank who crossed it in. And I'm thinking... Mm. Mourinho's not going to like that. No, he doesn't, he doesn't even like though that. It wasn't an, awful, an awfully bad yeah. pass, but it's yeah. just he wants, I think, Luke Shaw to be much more reliable mm. in possession and be careful when you go yeah. forward. Because, you know, I, I, in some ways, I, I wasn't actually surprised. Unless, listen, unless he's got some kind of injury that we don't know about yet, it's not been yeah. reported. Um, again, it's Luke Shaw is, mm. is going to have to change his game a little bit or, or, or certainly be mentally tough now to handle a little bit of fierce criticism from, from his manager. Yeah, I think you're spot on, Robin. And again, I go back to the Chelsea time. And I remember him being in a press conference and talking about Glenn Johnson, who'd signed from West Ham. Yeah. I think Manier bought him in for big money. And Josie sold him. And, and people were a little bit surprised. And, and I get the sense that he, he looks at his defenders and he wants a certain thing. And I remember him saying about Glenn Johnson, he said, he's a lovely guy, trains well, good in the dressing room. But he said, in and around the penalty box, he spends too much time on his backside and you, you can't quite trust him. In, 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 in the way that he might just give you a free kick against it hurts or a foul or a penalty kick. And I just get the sense with Luke Shaw, there's something that, that Mourinho's seen in his game. Maybe that, that wanting to get on that front foot and get forward and go and support the attack before we show everything that's tight and, and right at home. And whether this is lessons learned, whether it's a personality thing between the two that needs working out, I'm, I'm with you. I just feel as though somewhere along the line, Luke Shaw's going to maybe have to subdue his game a little bit in terms of his t- attacking to make sure his defensive side of the game's right to be on the right side of, of Jose Mourinho. And yeah. just talking about that, just players, Rob, before we move on from United, one player who's going to miss the game at, at, at the weekend now, go, returning back to Everton, he's going to be hugely disappointed in that, is Wayne Rooney. Picked up his fifth yellow card, yellow card accumulation now, so he misses one game. That's going to be the the uh, Everton return next week. He'll be back for the, for the Spurs game. Well, that's a big loss for United, for Rooney going back to Everton. And Rooney being in a bit of form, I thought he played quite well tonight. 
Yeah, played well tonight. I mean, he didn't start the last league game, so you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure whether he was started there. Um, but but certainly, it's a loss. Just finally on United, mate. I mean, I'm just interested in your take on on a few kind of who'd you pick? So we saw yeah. Mkhitaryan on the right hand side today. Yeah. Yeah. Would you start at Everton mm. uh, on Sunday, Mkhitaryan or Mata? That's the first one for you. It's a good question. I would. Well, I would probably start with one matter. Okay. But I, I would find a spot for Mkhitaryan, by the way. Oh, would you? So, okay, so I'd switch it to the other side because I thought the yeah. front four looked really good yeah. for United. Yeah, they did, now, yeah. Martial get two goals. No, are you going to stick with Martial against Everton or are you going to put in either Rashford, Lingard or Mkhitaryan? No, right it's now, for you, mate. Yeah, right now I might go Mkhitaryan. I might go Mkhitaryan. Okay, um, so I, I, I would, I would stick with Mkhitaryan on the on the right, and I would stick with Martial. I think he's well, got. I think now, he's got now, now Rooney's not playing. You remember, you can matter centrally. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. get Martial, Mkhitaryan right, and, and Martial on the left, and would probably be my way out. In all honesty. Okay, so that, there's there's our how we going to yeah. do the so midfield two Robbie up, poor Pogba. Comes back. back in. Are, who are you playing him with? Herrera, Carrick, Snydlin, Herrera, Herrera, and Pogba. Another game okay. for Matt Carrick, just on his legs and whatever. He sits on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. I just wondered oh. that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like I looked at the team, Rob, and I thought it's a, this is a strong team. Then yeah. I, I, I flipped over my notes to what started in the last game, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of changes with Lingard and Matter and Rashford and Pogba, you know, and Damian. It's just he's just still trying, I think, to yeah. to get well, that best team that gets a run of results that then he sticks with it week in week out. But don't you think as well, Robin? Uh, uh, just be to, without labouring the point, just in terms of I look at Leicester last season, and we know that it was fantastic in the fair time that. But we always talked about those relationships down the centre of the pitch. Who's the Morgan? We talked about Conte and Drink Drinkwater. We talked about Okazaki and Vardy or Joe and Vardy, and and, and there were, there were, sometimes it's it's not just the individuals. It's about how the relationships work and who plays best with who. Now. Yeah. There might be a stage where actually Carrick and, and Pogba is better than Herrera and Pogba. Now, in it, it, it sometimes may in a straight one v one, Herrera might come ahead of Carrick. But sometimes just because of the relationships, because of the experience, because of how the two play together. So I think that's something that Jose's still got to find out as well about what are the best relationships. What about talking about that falling on, mate? Because I, I like that. And 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 again, I know West Ham are struggling. I know mm. you know maybe they weren't that, that they didn't go full out for the League Cup, but I. Thought the combination link-up play between Zlatan, Ibrahimovic, yeah. uh, Wayne Rooney, and, and Mkhitaryan yeah, with the back heels nice, and the yeah, kicks and the smart, it? it was really good. And, yeah, and Martial, I'd be tempted. Mm. I know Rooney can't play, but that that was a good-looking front four. Yeah, it was smart. It was direct. It looked lively. Mkhitaryan's just got that little bit of extra quality. He's, he's a lovely kind of intelligent player. Knows where his his teammates are. I agree. Sometimes. You drop on something and then it's maybe like, leave it to three or four games. Let's see how this develops. So, interesting times. And again, that's a disappointment. Wayne Rooney now will miss the game at the weekend, whether he would have started or not. Who knows? But, um, you know, it's, a bit, it's another important game for United. I've made sure they got through to the semi-final. Have to make sure they keep that gap at the top of the league. No, no bigger than the 11 points. Yes, and just just to give everybody the, uh, the semi-final draw, uh, Manchester United... Mm. 
will play Hull and Southampton will play Liverpool. So the potential there, of course, for that huge rivalry of a, of a League Cup final of, of Man United versus Liverpool. But go on, on to Liverpool, uh, their yeah. game from, from Tuesday. And I, I got to say, you know, Liverpool won 2-0 and, you know, we'll talk yeah. about it. But the first thing I want to talk about, Robbie, is what? What do, what do you think I want to talk about? Leeds United. Yes. Leeds United. I've got the same thing. We, we, we're spending far too much time together. Yeah. The first thing I've got on, on, on my thing on my, my list is how much we miss Leeds in the Premier League. Yeah, Rob. Absolutely, it, absolutely. It, it, it's it's a great football club that deserves to be back. It deserves to be there. Would add something to the Premier League. You know, Leeds versus Tottenham, Leeds versus Man U, Leeds versus Everton. They're all big games. You know, at, at Allen Road, we both play there. We both know what it's like yeah. to, to those set of Leeds fans and. You know, I'm hoping Gary Monk's got the team in fifth place at the moment. And I thought they, they gave a good account of themselves yesterday. Got beaten by the better team with more quality. No um, embarrassment in that. But I hope that Gary Monk can at least get them into the playoffs and Leeds have a chance at getting back in the league because that will certainly bring a, a, a character and a personality into yeah. the Premier League if they come there. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, the, the, I mean, I just spent the, the time just listening to the Leeds fans. I mean, yeah. I, I know this is kind of a, this was a huge game and it's a little bit of a taste of what it used to be like. But Leeds, yeah. Leeds they, even the, the songs that they sing, Rob, it's all about, mm. they're, they're confident. They're, they have a mm. swagger about them. They, they, they don't mind going toe-to-toe mm. in terms of mm. chanting and, 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 and passion from the fans with any yeah. club in, in England. And mm. I just... I mean, I just thought it was, was fantastic and, and, you, and I echo what you say there. They've got to come back. They've got to get back in the mm. Premier League. It makes yeah. it so much stronger. Yeah. They're a big, big club with incredible support. Um, and on the team, and by the way, I thought they played quite well. I yeah. know they got, yeah. they got well beaten or whatever, but, mm. but yeah, some good young players and, and Liverpool yeah. mixed it up, you know, loads of changes, a lot of young yeah. players playing. I thought... Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back, mm, 18-year-old yeah. Robbie Earl, uh, Very nice. match for me. I thought he had a Very really good nice. match amongst other good young players of Liverpool. Yeah, and, and you know, in the end, we, we expected Liverpool to do it. As Jurgen Klopp said, they weren't scintillating, but they got their job done. Didn't have too many kind of dramas from their point of view, although at least had a little spell where you thought they, 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 may, they may get themselves a goal. But... It was more than this for me, Rob. It was about like this Liverpool Football Club. And yeah. again, I think this is a, a, an important competition for Jurgen Klopp in, in so much as I think Jurgen Klopp would love to have his first trophy. And, you know, as well as Brendan Rodgers did, Brendan didn't quite land a trophy. You know, had a great run in the league, just fell short, didn't win a trophy. So for all that, you know, he'll be talking to his grandkids about one day... Uh, one day he was the manager of Liverpool. He never won a bit of silverware. I think Jurgen Klopp wants to land this first piece of silverware. So when the copper are singing his name and when the flags are flying, there's a Jurgen Klopp and there's at least one trophy underneath that head of his to, to prove that he's been a winner. But beyond that, Rob, I just quickly want to, want to talk about, I just feel like this football club, well, I kind of was, was trying to work out, OK, Liverpool are a bit of a flavour of the month in some degrees. I was trying to work out what it is. And, and, and in, in my own list, I, I look at kind of the football, the style of football that's being played and the, and the results that, that the team are getting. You'd have to agree that Liverpool, apart from the, the Burnley loss that they've received, have been, been outstanding. I look at the signings that are brought into the football club and how they develop and mature. And on the whole, yes, I think there's still some that have got a bit to prove. But on the whole, you get the sense that the environment's right, the football club. There's, 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 there must be a good um, sort of um, 
camaraderie in the team because players look like they get on, they enjoy themselves. I saw the way that, that James Milner w- 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 was so delighted that young Woodburn scored his goal. I mean, those are just little things to me, Bob. Mm. Then, I, then I look at the expectations and demands of the football club. Yes, Liverpool want to get back to where they were. Are they realistic? With this guy, I think in time, yes. I, I'm one of those, I'm not quite so sure now. But the other thing that, that sets it out is, is a top club, Rob, and it's something that we've just sort of is a development of young talent. And I think a club's not quite right, and and I don't want to sort of knock Chelsea because they've had their money and bought players in, but I think the one thing that Chelsea lacked when they they, they were winning things was one of their own as part of that group. One of their own who's come through the youth ranks. A bit like Harry Kane is for Spurs, and United have had in the past, and Liverpool have had in the past, you know, we can name, you know, from Owen to to Fowler's to Gerrard's, and the list continues. Liverpool have got that, and I just think that that, that, that to me means, in standing, Rob, that they're, 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 a fo- they're a proper, rounded football club. Now, they've got to go on. They've got to prove they can be top four. They've got to prove they can win titles. They've got to get back into Europe to, to start being you know relevant in, in the biggest stage. But all the things that you'd want in place, I think, are, you're starting to see at this football club with Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, again, I think we're thinking the same things. I, I looked at that game, Robert, and there's, there's so many changes. I mean, all the young players playing. And yet, it, it's still, it, it's like, like the first team style and atmosphere and chemistry and, um, I don't know, togetherness. It was exactly the same. Slapping, slapping the ball around, good movement, good passing, uh, you know, the ball skipping over the turf, the fans enjoying the football. So even though the, the players were different, the the, yeah. the, the vibe is if you, you know, like, mm. like you're saying, the vibe felt really yeah. strong. Yeah. And of course, of course, it's all down to Jurgen Klopp. And, mm. and, and I know Mourinho has been successful and we know that he does it in a different way, in yeah. a way that's more of a, of a mean kind of taskmaster mm. and, and I'm, the, I'm the boss here and you will. Everybody does it differently, but I've got to say, it's just a joy to to watch mm. Liverpool at the moment. Um, whoever's playing, and you're right. Yeah. I mean, Origi comes. You know, Origi's been mm. been kicked out of the team. Really, um, he's been he's been left out. It's not it's not easy. No sign of a sulk. He gets his goal. Yeah. He's only 21, by the way, Divock mm. Origi. So you know, we talk about the other young players. Kevin Stewart, 23. Yeah. Ajari at 19. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's 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 other uh, young players in the team. But um, yeah, and of course we've got to talk about Ben Woodburn. My goodness, wow. 17 yeah. years and 45 days. Youngest mm. ever score for Liverpool Football Club. Another great example, my friend. Yeah, and, and a young Welsh player who apparently is part of Chris Coleman's plans going forward. And, and it's a little bit like Liverpool of old, Rob, where they used to have good Welsh players. I mean, Ian Rush, none better than him. They'd, they'd have Scottish players. Like, have we known Stevie Nicholl as a good friend of ours? They'd have, you know, players from Irish players and Ronnie Whelan's. That they, they had homegrown British-based players as well as bringing in, you know, good stars from, from around the world. And we're just getting back to a little bit of, of that old style of, of Liverpool. But, you know, we're, we're 13 games into a season. There's lots of um, promise. There's lots of optimism. But there's still a lot of work to do for Jürgen Klopp. He's still got to, you know, land some trophies. He's still got to be top four. They've still got to make the, the relevant steps to being... Because all the other clubs are growing a big area, chucking money at it and, and, and improving along the way. Yeah, and let's just uh, let's just get a bit of a reality check here. Uh, Philippe Coutinho mm-hmm. probably going to be out till mm-hmm. the middle of January. Sadio Mane has been fantastic signing for them. Mm-hmm. Is going to be gone for the majority yeah, of January nations. for the African yeah. Cup of Nations. Mm-hmm. Adam Lallana picked up an injury. Now I would say they are three 
of the, if not the most creative players in the team. With yeah. difficult fixtures, as always, uh, mm-hmm. coming up for Liverpool, how much a loss is Coutinho, Robbie Earl? And is he um, going to really derail them over the next two or three weeks? It's a huge loss, but I think in the way this team played, Rob, I think the, the development of Emery Chan has, has been good over the last few weeks. Diva Carigi, as you say, has come in and shown well. There's going to be a point when Daniel Sturridge is fit. I know he's had this bit of a core strain. He's coming back in the team. The team are going to need him to be firing it and maintaining the levels that they've shown. A little bit of pressure on one or two of those kind of guys who've come in. But I think what we've seen with... with um, Jurgen Klopp's team is that it's been interchangeable, Rob. At times, people have come in and we haven't, they haven't particularly missed as much of a beat as we've thought. You talked about the three players are all huge. Marno is going to be a huge loss for African Cup of Nations with his running and intelligence. But they have got players who can come in. There is a bit of a feel at, at, at the football club at the moment that you know they, they can they can work out. He could even change the shape if need be, Rob. He's got you know some good midfield players in the team. James Milner has to come back in the midfield and play Moreno at a left-back. Could happen. So, mm. I think Jurgen Klopp's disappointing. But I don't, I don't get the sense with this guy, like you think, you know, he's reliant on any one individual to make this, this group. I think it's more about the group, the style of play, people coming in and wanting to, to kind of maintain the standards is where we're at. Yeah, it certainly is. And I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how they mm. go um, without Coutinho now for the next couple of weeks. It's also going to be fascinating, if you don't mind. Let's move on um, to the Gunners, to Arsenal. Yeah. They're out. They're mm. out of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the EFL Cup at the quarterfinal yeah. stage. It was a home yeah. game against Southampton. Yeah. Not easy, mm. but an no. opportunity after a home game to get into the semi-finals of a domestic cup mm. competition. Now, 10 changes to the Arsenal yeah. Starting lineup, Robbie. Or let's just stop there. I mean, mm. and I know other teams have switched. I know Liverpool changed as well. But yeah. considering that I know the Champions League is one more match day, you know, to 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 play, and it's it looks unlikely they can get the first place finish in the group. Yeah. Are yeah. you are you in any way um, disappointed with Arsene Wenger that he made so many changes in the quarterfinal? Um. I think it's one of them damned if you, damned if you don't. I think if he plays some of the inverted commas first team players and picks up an injury that we know awesome fans te- players tend to pick up, I think he gets criticised, I think he gets hammered. So I think, okay, he goes with his inverted commas B team, but maybe what it showed is to me, I, I, my takeaway from the game was some of his B team players are not on, on form, current form that, that he would like, or they're, are they good enough to come into his team if they were struggling? To play. The other thing I just think the whole sort of feel of tonight was the mentality is Southampton came to Southampton, a very credible team in the Premier League, difficult to play against as we, we've seen at the weekend and um, against Everton. And unless you, you, you treat them with respect and treat them right, this team can, can put you away as, they, as they've shown tonight at, at the Emirates. Now, I look at, at this Arsenal team and I just think mentally, it's difficult, Rob, when you, you go in as the second string in a team and you're kind of getting a sense that this isn't that important. I don't yeah, but Liverpool made a lot of changes. But, yeah, yeah. But it's a whole different atmosphere yeah. there, Rob. It's a whole, you know, I, I was watching, um, you know, live live tweets to, to the game and people are saying how quiet it was, how slow the build-up is with Arsenal. I mean, it, it, nothing, nothing could be further from, from the truth in terms of how Liverpool play. You know, I thought how Manchester United went about the, the, the yeah. game tonight, albeit a stronger team but I just think sometimes those things are set Rob by 
you know, the 10 changes by the players who are in the team. It's almost like it, it's no priority. Now, I've got to be honest, and let me, let me put, up my, um, put my words out, finish plainly. I don't think Scott Tisson and Arsenal needed to win anyway. I think they've won the FA Cup in a couple of years, and people have kind of gone, yeah, it's only the FA Cup. Well, if it's only the FA Cup and this is only the League Cup, two more games in January and the final in February, whenever it is, I don't think is games they need. I think they've got enough going on with concentrating on the Premier League, concentrating in the Champions League. The FA Cup will kick in in, in early January anyway. Uh, it's, you talk about durability. They're not the most durable team, that this team. They pick up knocks. They pick up strains. Do you know what? I, I wouldn't want them to lose, Robin. It's not that you, you, you're, you're, you're happy if you're an Arsenal fan because I think habits are good at football clubs. Keep winning if you're winning. But you know what? Wouldn't lose any too much sleep out. Yeah, see, see, I I know we differ on this, mate, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna Mm. go at it again because uh, I just think it reinforces a point. What we saw at Liverpool is excitement, is is passion, is emotion from a team. Mm. Doesn't matter who's in the team. A Man United again. There's excitement. There's kind of there's there's uh, there's kind of a little bit of passion about this League Cup game because. They've got new managers, new drive, new enthusiasm, new potential beginnings of something special happening at the football clubs. I think there's a, a there's a sense of staleness with Arsenal. I think yes. I mean, I don't disagree with what you say totally about the League Cup, but mm. I, I, I'm not surprised that the fans are flat and the players are flat because Arsenal haven't gone for this competition, you know, really with with big time players for for years. So mm-hmm. if you're a fan, or even if you're a player, Robbie Earl, yeah. you're like, well, yeah, I mean, Wenger, you know, he always makes these changes. He's done it for mm-hmm. the last 5, 10, 15 years. And, you know, we usually, we don't normally make it through. And, and that's just the way it is. I, I just think Arsenal are just lacking that bit of emotional pull or push so, from, from a, new, so, a new beginning. Mm-hmm. So, so let's just be, be, be straight. You're saying the manager's personality, the way he is... Over a period of time over the period of time as it affects the situations like games like today? I, I think so. Whether it's the fans, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I, just don't, I just don't see the excitement, Rob, because of other clubs have changed managers. Now, I, I know it's not the answer to change managers all the time, but you can't deny, mate, and, and with Chelsea, of course, now, you no, can't no. deny, the, 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 and with Man City with Pep, you can't deny the, the, uh, the, the drive, the push that a big-time, it doesn't have to be a big-time new manager, brings mm. into a football club. I think Arsenal are at the point, and I thought this, uh, I think it was a year ago that I finally thought, you know what, come on, it's going to change. I think Arsenal are at that point right now. You still disagree? I do, on the, on the basis that they're three points off the top of the table, depending on how things yeah. go at the weekend, and that, you know what, they're relevant again. They've been top four for a continual number of seasons. Yes, Listen, we, we both talked about at some point it needs to change. At some point, it's a different set of eyes, a different view. But you know what? You can't knock this guy, Robert, for what he's done and where he is. And we, we, you, you, people are kind of writing him off already. We, we, we're 13 games in. They're on this great, they were on this great unbeaten run, and they're three points off the top of the table. So let, let, let's give me time. Let, let, let's wait till late in the season or the end of the season before we, we give our conclusions as to... You know, whether Arsene Wenger has, has not quite got what it takes now to, to maybe excite teams, excite players and win leagues. Yeah, I get that, mate. And, and there's nobody got, you know, it's not that I don't have respect for this club mm. and this manager. I really, really do. I, I just, 
I just think that the the club would benefit from a new direction. This contract's up at the end of the season, and I guess it'll be all about how he does in the Premier League. Can he go that one step further and win it mm-hmm. uh, for the Gunners? We'll have to, as you say, we'll have to wait and see. Let's just quickly uh, comment, my friend, on yeah. Hull City, the yeah. other team that threw to the to the last four of this competition. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they held on. They won a penalty yeah. uh, kicks yeah. competition against mm. Newcastle United on a, on a day. I've got to say, I didn't see the whole of the game, but I, I'm hearing that Newcastle played really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. But Hull found a way to get through. Yeah, and, you know, the problem with Hull is it, they're almost quite not in a position where if you're mid-table now at this kind of, uh, of stage of the season, you're into the, the semi-final of the League Cup, I think it's, it's rubbing your hand, you're thinking about Wembley and finals and things. I just think in Hull's position, Rob, they, they've got three wins all season, eight defeats, 11 points, sitting in the bottom three as, as we stand. I just think you, your focus has got to be, your attention has got to be on the Premier League. We've seen Wigan, a team who, you know, did well in cup competitions, get relegated. This club cannot afford to go down again because I'm not convinced if they do that, they're one of those that could yo-yo back up. And so, two more games for them. For them, it's two high-profile games, as we know, the draw now against Manchester United. Games you can enjoy, Mike Phelan playing against his former team, but they're not games that I would take too seriously. You know, Premier League status has got to be their, their priority and um, you don't ever want to go out competition. You don't want to lose semi-finals, but you might not do them any harm to take, a, take, that, take that away. Okay, so our last little uh, our last little section on this podcast, Rob. Let's have a quick uh, Gareth Southgate, my old um, yeah. teammate yeah. in Middlesbrough. It's just been named permanent England manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I mean, we're not surprised. I don't think there's any other candidates right now. He's done a good job. He won some important games for the national team. Um, what, what's your thoughts, Rob? Are, are you how excited are you for for Gareth taking over? Well, my first thought is, have you had the phone call? I would have thought by now you'd be bored in the room. You want the backroom stuff. So I'm expecting it was, it's going to be the one Robbie show from, from now on. But uh, <laughs> listen, apart from that, mate, nah, I think in all honesty, we both know Gareth. I've known him as a player. I uh, worked with him in the media um, throughout his career. Uh, very studious, very honest, very transparent. Yeah. Understands the game. Um, and I think he was really, Rob, the only strong candidate. I think anywhere else you go, unless we're talking some of the biggest names in world football, and I've got to be honest, I'm not sure that the biggest names in world football are that attracted by the England job at the moment. So in terms of the, the candidates out there and the names that were being bandied around, I think he, he certainly was the strong candidate. I think he did enough in his sort of interim period to, to prove that he... He can um, hold his own, very good with the media, did enough in terms of team and, and working with the players. So I think it was the obvious choice, Robert. I think his backroom staff is going to be interesting. He's talk about Steve Holland from Chelsea. Now, I think Gareth wants him to go full-time, as, as some people do. They don't believe that he should be able to be part-time with Chelsea, knowing and, and working with players from other uh, teams and then going back into Chelsea's uh, rank. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out and whoever else Gareth brings in. Mm. But um, yeah, I think he's the right man. I think it's now about him trying to build something, Rob. And I think what, what's important is he put some building blocks down and, and whatever we say over the four years of, of his time, that he helped to to grow this programme. And I, I think where he should be as focusing as much, and I know it's all about first team, but that under-21 group, Rob, that he's won things with, that some good young talent... I think it's his role to start integrating some of them into the first team. And you know what? If for a tournament, if for one tournament, it's not as good as it should be, or for part of qualification, but you get experienced players through, you get a good young group of players who you can build a little bit of that spirit. We're talking about the clubs built. 
that Conte's built, that Mourinho has built in the past, when you get a group of players together, I think that's as big a role as it has is, is going to tournaments and, I don't know, what do we do, get to, to quarterfinal stages and go out? Well, com- you know, it's a chance to maybe go with a, a younger group and say, let's build for the future. Yeah, and I, here, here, and I hope he does that. And I, I'd love to see younger players more involved. But of course, when the big tournaments come around, there'll be an expectation yeah. that I think England fans, Rob, expect England to get to quarterfinals, don't they? Mm. I think that's where you expect is probably about par yeah. for the course. Anything less than quarterfinals is disappointing. Quarterfinals and further on, obviously, is fantastic. I mean, yeah, I mean, just just on what I know with him, I, I, I room with him for for one year. We had together at Middlesbrough, and just a, just an intelligent guy. A very um, mentally strong, very, very guy, a very, very yeah. good guy as well. And I think, I think what people maybe don't know um, about him is is the passion that he's got inside. He's actually a very passionate guy. And um, yeah. I remember his time at Mid- as Middlesbrough manager. When he when the, the win a game at home, it was a good win. Everybody would go down the tunnel, and then he he, he did this as a captain as well. He, he'd run back out again on his own in the, in the pitch and just kind of rev the fans up for one last hoorah. It was kind of <laughs> weird. But yeah. I, I tell you, he is, and even when you see the, goal, the goals going in for England, he, he's, mm. he feels yeah. it. And I think that's yeah, really yeah. important. And, and um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, his limited kind of club management career is what would raise eyebrows, I should imagine, of, of other people around the world. But as you said, working with under 21s, um, having that connection between that team and then the first team, being a very good talker, being good with the media. And you're right, very open and transparent. We've seen that with the Wayne Rooney situation yeah. of dropping him and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I think he was the right man. I really hope he, he enjoys the role and does well because, as we've seen so many times before, this this job often gets yeah. ugly with the, with, the, with the critique and, the, and the, you know, through the press, etc. So I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. And, of course, we both want to wish him all the very best. Yeah, no doubt he's a good guy. Let's hope he can do a, a good job. And that's it, mate, for our midweek League Cup quarterfinal special where Liverpool... One Manchester United won, and they both miss each other at the semi-final stage of the competition. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to join us on Monday for another Premier League podcast when we'll review the big game of the weekend as league leaders Chelsea travel to the Etihad to face Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. That's a real clash of the Titans. And then we've got the small match of games like West Ham and Arsenal and Everton v Manchester United. They're not too shabby either. And if you can't make it till Monday, then you can get your footy fix on Saturday. Remember the two lobby football show airs 5pm Eastern time each and every Premier League Saturday on NBC Sports Radio. So from me, Robbie Earl, I'm King Robbie Musto. It's bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.